Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy, Coach John John here, certified life coach specializing in manifestation coaching through my organization, Beyond Your Horizon, where the mission is to go beyond the place your eyes can see. Yeah, that's right. And on this podcast, I aim to give you inspiration, motivation, all things to get you beyond your perceived limitations so that you can manifest the life you desire. So sit back, relax, and get into this episode like you're getting into this beat. (laughs) Yeah, you feeling that? JJ made it. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate, do all the things to show us some love. Now, are you ready? I hope you're ready. Let's go beyond our horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, (laughs) whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast. I hope that you are having a beautiful day. And if you're not having a beautiful day, I hope that you're able to make it a beautiful day. On this episode of the Beyond Your Horizon podcast titled Open the Box, I am joined by my good friend, LB, who I affectionately call Lovable Bear. And I think once you get to know LB, you will see exactly why I call him the lovable bear. LB is no stranger to the Beyond Your Horizon podcast. If you listen to the last episode of the first season titled Life After Love, then you will um, be familiar with him. He, myself, and my best friend Anita in New Orleans, we taped that episode, Life After Love, talking about things we had learned from previous relationships about ourselves and expectations we had going forward in dating. So we also get to find out what's going on with LB. (laughs) Is he still single? Is he dating? You have to listen to the episode to find out. Also, you have to keep listening to find out what we mean when we say, open the box. Open the box came out of a discussion we had on IG Live. And again, his IG is the underscore one underscore LB. We do lives from time to time. At the end of one of our chats, he used the phrase, open the box. And it really got to me. And so I invited him to to come on the podcast and to teach us what he meant by open the box. Because I believe when you learn, you teach. And when you teach, you learn. (laughs) So sit back, relax, and get into this episode. Are you ready? I know you're ready. Let's get ready to go beyond our horizon. Hello, LB. Hi. The love always counting us down. (laughs) So yeah, so for those of you who are who are listening and watching. Uh, I'm using a new uh, podcast platform and testing it out with my, with the first guest to use it, which is LB, my good friend LB, who's a life coach, um, and I, who I affectionately call the lovable bear, and yes. um, he is joining us. And LB, go ahead and um, introduce introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Well, um, in a New York minute, um, <laughs> I am LB, uh, LB Jenkins. Um, I've been a life coach for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and my education came from Troy University. Mm-hmm. And um, the the reason why I've always liked um, being in psychology because it allows you to to teach and and give guidance and give information that may not be um, automatically available mm-hmm. to any and everybody. And you want to, you know, being that my purpose in life is to teach people, it allows me to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the core of who I am as a, as a, as a life coach and a person. Right. Okay. So your major within, you majored in psychology. And I think you told me you have three majors, right? You both three Three degrees or three? I have I have three degrees from Troy and I have one degree from Virginia Tech. Awesome. What are they all in? <laughs> well, my undergrad degrees both came from Troy and that was computer science and psychology. Okay. Uh, my third degree, my first master's was information technology. And then my fourth degree was uh, a master's in clinical mental health. Dang. Okay. Look at you. Stay in school. Like a professional. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm I'm definitely uh, <laughs> a person of the classroom, and I I recently uh, applied for my PhD program. Well, the second time I applied, because um, the school I went to originally just wasn't the school for me. So I'm gonna try my hand at Troy again. Okay, you trying to be? Can I be a four-time graduate of Troy University? Oh, you're trying to be doctor lovable band now, huh? I am. I am. I'm trying to be that person. Nice. And so you're also a life coach. So I guess so you you use your um, your background in psychology, I'm assuming, to help mm-hmm. you as a coach, right? I do. And, and also my IT degree, because a lot of this stuff is done online. So I have to know how to operate and function online. So okay, good. good. It kind of helps. Good. Now, with your life coaching, what do you specialize in? Um, most of what I specialize in is mostly real world, uh, real world based, mm-hmm. um, understanding. And I use a lot of cognitive, um, uh, theories to kind of get, uh, if I'm, if I'm doing a group or if I'm doing an individual, mm-hmm. uh, session, I u- use more cognitive type approaches to, mm-hmm. um, guiding whomever it is I'm speaking to or counseling at that time. Okay. Okay. So you, you pretty much a well, a well-rounded coach. You don't have a turf of like, I know I, I, I focus in manifestation coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you pretty much, you're just, you're open to different, like a general life coach, or is there a certain area that you, you really love to stay in? Uh, it's mostly general. Mm-hmm. Um, However, if I ever have to step into a role of dealing with, you know, marriage and family therapy, I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you, you, because you don't want to overreach too much. Yeah. Um, and when you start getting into more specialized areas, you kind of, kind of take yourself out because mm-hmm. if you're dealing with substance abuse, substance abuse is something that you may have to refer a person out to because yes, be enough, and they may have to come back to you after the fact. Yes. So. Or it could be more of a physical abuse mm-hmm. in that the environment is not healthy, but your your resources, you may have to reach out to a resource say, hey, I, I have a client who, you know, needs resources that mm-hmm. I can't supply. Mm-hmm. So you're able to do an outreach to another source or a network that could help um, with that client. Okay, cool. Um, I know I, I follow you on on Instagram, so I know that uh, relationships seem to be a big topic that you like to focus mm-hmm. on. Um, Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, as do you coach people in relationships? Like, is it like how to get in relationships or how to be when you're in a relationship? So, like, what what do you usually try to focus on as it relates to relationships? Um, when it comes to relationships, I I tend to focus on because um, the getting part is there are like three phases in relationships. Mm-hmm. Whether you're trying to get someone, yeah, keep someone, mm-hmm. or sustain, okay. or whether or not it's time to let go, or if you let go, how to move forward. So it could fall into one of those categories. So for me, um, I started writing chapters and and and. Um, books and chapters on Facebook. That's really how I got started online. And so I wanted to put it in a book. Mm-hmm. And 
what I realized is that putting it in a book may not be the best right now. I would just like to vocalize because I like to explain things because I think sometimes we get caught up in the um, the quote of it all, the quick, mm-hmm. you know, the quick quote of it all that we tend to forget the the explanation that comes behind it. Right. So now I just take those things and I put it into a more long, elongated conversation, if you will. Okay. All right. So, so the overall goal eventually will be to have a book out with, um, eventually. Dr. Yeah. Okay. Eventually. Okay. Dr. Lovable bear giving us some relationship advice. I like that. I like how you broke, broke down relationship, you know, like the getting into one, the keeping and sustaining one and even exiting one, you know, those are all good, mm-hmm. all proponents of relationships and going in and out of love. Um, you were a part of an episode called Life After Love that I did uh, in the first season of Beyond Your Horizon. Me, you, and Anita, mm-hmm. we recorded that out in um, New Orleans for Halloween. And um, yes. like at that time, all three of us, we were single and we were talking about things we learned about ourselves from past relationships, um, expectations that we had going forward into new relationships and kind of like the dating life too. So you all, mm-hmm. if you have not heard that episode, go check it out. I've, I've received those great reviews from that episode. It's also streaming. It was a great, it was, it was great even being involved in it. I have to say it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot fun. of fun. It was, it was fun. fun. Um, I reached out to Anita. I said, Anita, we need to do a um, life after love where are they now <laughs> segment <laughs> to kind of give people a, a, a whole little update over that. Um, and then I was going to say, yeah, it's also on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> mm, it is. <laughs> yeah. I've sent it out. Like I've sent the link out Did to you? people. So yeah, because they've heard the recording of it, but mm-hmm. they've never seen the actual um, version where we're actually sitting there to get to see us and all that bad. So I'd be yeah. curious to know what they think about it because I'm honestly, like uh, I, it took me forever to even get it to post for whatever reason. It was just technical difficulties on my part. And so I finally got it to post and like, I wasn't even going to post it because I'm a perfectionist. Okay. And there was so much, (laughs) there is so much in that video that like cringe, I was like cringing, like, like, uh, I know how the video is now. Like before you hit play, you see my bald ass head. And uh, you know, before I sit down, and then uh, we're sitting there, like behind us, we're in a hotel room. So behind us, the beds are unmade, and uh, mm-hmm. it probably is not my best angle to. Uh, but uh, but yeah, but you know, but uh, like I was telling a friend of mine, I love showing progression. So you mm-hmm. know, I put it out there as is, um, and then hopefully, as you watch, you will, you know, you will uh, see progression in in that art. But it's out there on YouTube, Beyond Your Horizon channel, Life After Love. So um, what is going on with you now since Life After Love? Where are you at now? Are you, are you dating? Single? No, still single. Still single? Okay. Okay. Still single. Okay. That's what's up. And nothing wrong with being single. Are you, are you looking? <clears throat> Actively, not necessarily. Um, I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I'm just, I've, I, I, started refocusing on other stuff Mm -hmm. so i haven't really given much attention to it Mm -hmm. um i have moments where i'm like "Hmm, i don't know what's out there let me go fishing right um so not really actively you know seeking anything but if something were to pop off hey great all right pop off all right um so like who what kind of people are you interested in getting to know like is there a certain type you have or i don't have a type okay Okay. I don't I don't actually have a type. Um I I tend to um kind of meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. And if it's something I think I can work with, then I will. Thus, you know, uh, open the box. Yeah. Yeah. Um and if and if it's something I think I can kind of work with or work around, then great. If not, I, I just you know, if that that person can be a really great friend or somebody that I can probably confide in. I don't know. It just depends. Okay. Now, I'm interested in hearing, um, describing your ideal first date. And that's one of those questions you get on those dating sites, <laughs> you know? So so let's just say if someone, you know, was going on a date 
um, for the first time with the lovable bear. What? How would you do their your 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 very first day? It depends. Mm. It, it depends on how long I've been having discussion with that person because one of the things I don't want to do is to go on a date with someone who isn't interested in going to the movies or isn't interested in going to a restaurant. Maybe they like more or less. Can you cook? Which I can. Yeah, I know. But that could be, you know, like I. I need to kind of know the person yeah. because my idea of, of a of a lovely first date could be a picnic mm-hmm. where they're like, yeah, I don't do outdoors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure you know the person. So I tend to be a little more flexible with what my idea of a first date is and, and also to make that person feel comfortable. I want to know what their ideal first date is because I, I have a hero complex, so. I like that answer. I really, I really do like that answer because, you know, one thing I hate, I hate, I think we talked about this in Life After Love, is being feel, is feeling like a insert guy here um, scenario mm-hmm. where you meet someone mm-hmm. and they already pretty much have everything figured out and it's just, I'm just going to pop you in this, you know? So, right. Like, like, right. So, right. you have your ideal first date where you, where you could have said we go to the park and we go to the museum, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like I don't care who the guy is, I don't care what he's interested in. This is my mm-hmm. ideal first date. But you never know; the guy could be have have allergies, <laughs> you know, and right, right, right. Them, exactly. Them to, Which I've met people yeah. that actually have allergies. It's like, ooh, we can't, we, we can't, can't go do to that the park. No, you know? right, <laughs> right, or and not interested in the museum and the arts in that way, and you bore them. So it, I do get that. Yes, you have to meet that person, get to understand that person, and then y'all can construct your own first mm-hmm. date. And I don't want I don't want a a first date that you you've had with um, other guys before me. You know, you know, make it right. make it my own. Yeah, right. I like that answer. I love that. All right, so we're going to move on to um, the segment of the podcast that's called Sip Tea and Spill a Little where all tea is a negativity because I only focus on the positivity on the Beyond Your Horizon podcast. And uh, for this segment, I don't have tea today. <laughs> I don't have tea today. I got water, but I don't have tea. <laughs> I have water too. See that? Look at us. Hydrating. That's why we look so good in this video. Because <laughs> <laughs> we hydrate, honey. We hydrate. But yeah, so what I ask for you, because I know I know that you love politics. Uh, politics do. is his thing, you all. Um, you have to follow him. He's on Instagram, by the way, at the underscore one underscore LB. That one is spelled out. So the underscore O-N-E underscore L-B. And he does um, lives from time to time where he gives his own opinion on what's going on in politics. Now, LB knows I don't care for politics at all. <laughs> at all i do get up in the morning i listen to my npr you know our usa's five top things the podcast mm-hmm. i might go through the news and see some things here and there whatever but i don't and so but i ask you for this segment to bring mm-hmm. to light something positive <laughs> happening in politics what did you find well, I, I know you asked for two things. What? Well, so okay. I'm going to give Go ahead. Two, things. Do two things. Three. Um, well, yeah. the, the two things that I will give is okay. is that I I'm really hoping, and this is this is a lot of the two things I'm going to give more like more or less you know um, wishful thinking, hopeful thinking, I guess. And I'm okay. I'm not really an optimistic person, but I'm I'm choosing to be optimistic because I feel like this is something that's very needed. Okay. And that is, I'm hoping the $15 minimum wage is continued. And I hope they, they do bring it to, the, I hope they keep it a part of the package and they vote on it. Um, as a part of the stimulus bill, they're going to, they're going to try to pass mm. um, next week, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, that's one, uh, one thing. And the other thing would be um, the vaccine. I know Johnson and Johnson is waiting to be approved as the third vaccine yeah. for people that are in need of, of or who are in need and who wants to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be another um, possibility for anybody that wants to take it. I took Moderna. I took my first shot okay. on the 23rd of February. Nice. So, and I, and I think happened, I'm 
you know, I'm fine. Nothing, you know, I'm not, yeah. Um, <laughs> so my mom took uh, the Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Um, she took hers on the 2nd of February, I believe. And she'll take her, or the 4th of February, one on March 2nd. Um, so the fact that Johnson & Johnson is now, and it's a one shot, you know, they don't have to keep it at really super cold temperatures. Okay. Um, so that's like the, the, another thing that I think is, is a positive is that there's another a vaccine that's going to be available to people that's going to need it because I know a lot of folks want to take yeah. it, the ones that want to, and they'll be, it'll be available hopefully once it gets uh, approved. Okay, there is some good things going on. Now, I did read this morning through the Washington Post uh, that the House Democrats had passed the $1.9 trillion relief plan. Um, but mm-hmm. not that was in the and house. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, that was in the house. Yeah, in, in the house, and but I mm-hmm. don't think that fifteen dollars is going to be a part of that. Nah. We're rooting for Bernie. Maybe Bernie can keep it in well, for us. Maybe that's, <laughs> you know, I have my own opinions about that. The whole fifteen dollars thing. I don't know. I don't know, but I do understand that you know, with the raise to the fifteen dollar minimum wage, I know there's going to have to be a raise of many other raises to go along with it. You know, um, so mm-hmm. I do understand the complexities of the $15 minimum wage. I mean, we can all say, yes, everyone deserves, you know, a livable wage and need $15. But understanding that if the cashier goes up to 15, general manager will have to go up, the manager over him will have to go, go up. Um, so I guess I need to dig more deeper to see how we are planning to uh, roll this out in a way that will still keep you know businesses afloat especially your small your small business well you know it, the way the way it rolls out and there there, there actually are um uh, regulations and procedures and for people that are they have small business okay they get tax breaks mm-hmm. for for that um but it's not 15 dollars day one mm-hmm. okay it's a gradual okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, things. So every year, like much like with federal workers, it it bumps you up every year. There's a there's a, a modulation um, that happens, and I think the first would be nine twenty five or something. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong about that, but I think it's like nine twenty five, mm-hmm. and then it goes up to ten something, and then eleven something, and then you know, but it goes up every year there's a there's a bump so it it, <laughs> it will not be a 15 dollars tomorrow everybody <laughs> gets you know that's right right if you pay that's me, not happening pay me. Um, let me tell you they go to 15 dollars no, my salary all. getting a bump too you know <laughs> like no that it's not happening like that no it'll okay. definitely be like it's supposed to be over a four-year span okay. that's the that's okay. the gist of it over a four-year span that it, it'll bump up, you know, two or three dollars mm-hmm. every year. It'll go mm-hmm. up. So no, it won't be like a fifteen dollars, you know, uh, March one. You know, everybody's getting fifteen. Right. That's right. not happening. Right. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good. That's good to know that they are considering that. Um, you know, but um, yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people will be, be very happy to get that fifteen dollars. You know, um, for those of you people who are making below that right now. And I'm sure, and the bump mm-hmm. that all of us will likely see, even if you're not making $15 an hour, you'll likely see a bump in your pay too, because of um, career banding and right. career scale. They have to, they right. have, they have to to um, work that out. So yeah, all right. Anything else going on positive you want to share before we get into the next segment of open the box? Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. No, I'm I'm. I'm definitely planning on doing more more videos, mm-hmm. um, more life coaching videos, okay. which is um, um, new eyes. Um, uh, um, sorry, um, take your time. All eyes, new direction. Yeah. Um, and so that's the that's like the the positive thing that I'll say as far as myself is that that's I'm, I plan on doing more uh, life coaching sessions on on live and in video form, and um, I'll do probably just as many uh political commentary which is a ps by the way so those are the two things i'll probably be doing more of um as time goes forward because i noticed that i (laughs) during election season i was doing more uh, political commentary than i was doing anything as far as life Mm -hmm. coaching stuff unless somebody just asked me and i I was you know i was happy to do it but 
Real yeah. quick, tell me about the name All Eyes New Direction. Tell me about how you came up with that and what is the mission? All Eyes New Direction. So it started off, that was going to be the name of the book that I was going to put everything dealing with life coaching mm-hmm. in. Um, and it, it doesn't really have like any um, importance to the, to the name. It was just something I just kind of felt like was um, deep. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's more or less, you know, just kind of seeing things from a different uh, point of view and a different angle. So that's kind of where the title is. It's just it's just viewing things from a different perspective and not so much just from what's in front of your yeah. face, but kind of think of things from a different way or different perspective to kind of get more insight on what it is you're trying to get an answer okay well good all right all eyes new direction i'll be definitely looking out for those videos um let me know if you have a podcast coming out in the future whatever you know i'm um yeah i'm actually um i'm really feeling that beyond your horizon is going to start producing podcasts um for others um i mean i think i would well i know Pam Childs will have her own podcast soon. Um, Pam Childs Mm -hmm. was on the episode um, I did first for this season called Lego My Ego. And she has dreams Mm -hmm. of having her own podcast. And so I'll be um, helping to produce that. So I'm excited about adding that under my hat. Oh, wow, that's great. So the production company brought to you by Beyond Your Horizon, you know. (laughs) So I'm excited about that, excited. So, okay, so we want to take a little break um, before we jump into the next um, topic, which is open the box. And uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about what the open the box is. But all right, so stay tuned. And we are back. I am here with LB, the lovable bear himself. And. Uh, <laughs> Again, I want to let people know where they can find you at on Instagram. It's the underscore one, O-N-E underscore L-B. Um, on Facebook, you are L-B Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah. yeah. L-B Jenkins, J-U-D-K-I-N-S. The L-B stands for LeBaron, right? It is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though I say it stands for the lovable bear. Um, but yeah, <laughs> government-wise, <laughs> that's what it stands for. Cool, cool. Are you in on you know, any other platforms? I know you have Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the two places that I do nice most of my commentary on. So it's either one of those two. I, I, and oh, and I'm also on YouTube. Um, but I have, I mean, I still have to upload videos that I've done from Instagram. Mm-hmm over to my my youtube page also okay. all right well cool we'll be on the lookout for all of that all right so one of the reasons i wanted to have this conversation with you is that on our last little um live that we did on ig uh, check that out too you all we do lives here and there talking about either the podcast because um, i'm not only am i on this podcast but i'm also on another podcast called threesome number three s-e-m podcast and so sometimes i will get with lb throughout the week just to kind of uh, to discuss the things that i talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. or just talk about some trending um, events or trending topics that are going on and get his input um, on them as well we have a good time so make sure you are following us so that you can catch those those lives how is derek doing by the way your friend derek he's good <laughs> My bestie is doing well. Yeah. He's he's um he's enjoying the the weather changes, and I, I say that um in jest. But um oh, yeah, he's he's good. He'll be back down again, I think uh, next month. Nice, nice, nice. I look forward to meeting him. Um, Derek is um he's always there supporting his friend LV, and um we got into a little uh what well, he was joking with me uh, about being the the first lady because <laughs> I'm dating a pasta. And, um, and then it was asking like, where's your hat? You have to get you a hat and everything. And I jokingly <laughs> called him my, my armor bearer and everything. So we have a good time, you all. So yeah, go check that out, but cool. So on the last time we had the live, IG live, um, toward the end of it, 
you stated something that really like just brought made us all go hmm you know and tickled and laugh mm-hmm. and it was um open the box um share mm-hmm. share with us i guess that that moment what what we were talking about and why you said open the box and then just give us a little taste of what that is and what that means sure so open the box is something that i i say from time to time when i'm having discussions with either a client or even my friends for that matter mm-hmm. and um it, it kind of goes into expectations so to speak so when you see a box and the way it's packaged sometimes you know you people don't like the presentation mm-hmm. so you know your christmas time you get the pretty box and it's all wrapped up mm-hmm. and it's all gorgeous and sometimes, if you notice, a lot of people put empty boxes under their trees for Christmas, just for decoration purposes. Mm-hmm. It's just there for decoration. It's not meant for anybody to actually open, because you put a lot of time into the wrapping and the ribbing and, the, you know, the taping. And I think sometimes people get so consumed with the presentation of the box versus what's actually in it. So what if somebody actually handed you an empty box? It's pretty on the outside. It's a beautiful box, wrapped up, all pretty, but there's nothing in it. And I think that sometimes we 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 get we get really consumed sometimes with the presentation versus what's actually in the box. Mm-hmm. So you may get a box that's filled with a lot of goodies and everything, but because the box isn't pretty, the presentation isn't pretty, the exterior mm-hmm. isn't pretty mm-hmm. enough that we'll we'll toss the box away and say, well, no, I don't, no, that's that's not, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So my idea, and it comes from Schrodinger's cat which is the cat is nor alive nor dead inside the body because you haven't opened it so you don't know you're assuming it's alive possibly there are any holes so you don't know if the, 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 the cat can even breathe inside the box but there's nothing proven that the, the cat is actually dead inside the box because you have to open the box to find out if the cat is alive or dead that's very good i like that i like and, that. and I, I actually quoted that wrong the the idea of Schrodinger's cat is that the cat is not alive. That's the the idea of Schrodinger's cat is that it's not alive or dead. It's just right there, right. But just looking at that open the box thing and how it applies to life, I think is is really unique. Um, the whole assumptions thing too, um, is what I picked up from that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's crazy, yeah. Because I'm thinking about like the dating how we date now um, on dating apps, mm-hmm. Tinder and everything and Tinder, Facebook dating, whatever it is, plenty of fish. It's the same scenario right. where we're looking at boxes. We're looking right. at boxes, you know, right. we're swiping right, swiping left on boxes, <laughs> really on packaging. Right. We are right. on packaging and we're making assumptions about what is in the box by mm-hmm. looking at the packaging of it. Right. Right, whether that be good or bad, right? Because mm-hmm. there are some young people that are packaged very well, and we assume that oh, this person must have it all together. They must be the right. person I need to be with. Um, and then again, you might see someone, and they uh, oh no, like maybe they're too feminine, or you know, we have this thing in our culture: the no fat, no fems, or right. because right, they don't have the best lighting or the best pics or all of that. Then mm-hmm. they cannot possibly be the one for me but you don't get that unless you're able to actually go deeper and open the box like in your right to to see if that person really fits you or not or not now so it sounds a lot like also the um don't judge a book by its cover as well yes yeah 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 so what do you think about the packaging of the box so do we should we be packaging, you know, having a prettier package for for the box? Well, I think sometimes we discount how much the package or the presentation of the package means to us. Mm-hmm. Because you, you notice in dating, when you ask a person, well, what are you looking for? Like, what, what do you want? They give off all these beautiful things, caring, loving, sharing, wonderful, has a nice smile. It is like, you're saying all those things, but then you'll see, and I'll tell you one of the things that happens has, or has happened oh, to me in previous times is that whether I'm dating male or female, it doesn't make a difference, mm-hmm. is 
I'll get, usually from the females, I get, you're so different. Okay, I, I guess. And then if it's a male, it becomes, um, you're handsome, but you're not my type. You seem really smart, but you're not my type. Gotcha. I don't know what that means. So it becomes a thing of, well, if I have the nice smile or I have the great personality, and and you 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 give uh, they give these descriptions. They're they're usually these these really well known descriptions of what is your dream guy, and you give off all these descriptions. But we tend to, at least some people, tend to leave out that presentation part of well, what about the outside? Well, I don't really care about the physical. The first thing I see is your smile. The first thing I care about is the personality. How can you care about a personality when you block a person or no longer talk or don't even entertain a person when they say hi? You can't gather a personality if a person just says hi to you. Now, they say some disrespectful stuff, whole another conversation. But if the first thing they say to you is, hi, how are you? Yeah, I don't want to talk to that person because you're basing it off the presentation, not the personality. That's neat. That's neat. All right. First off, so your how do you identify your um your your orientation? Are you bi, pan? I heard you say you dating men and women. So you know you know we got all these terms out here now. So yeah, yeah there are a lot yeah, of terms. Yeah, so, you know, I can't say either or. That honestly, I okay. I'll, I'll phrase it this way. I got to the point where I was like, oh, I must just be bi. Mm-hmm. And that's typically what I'll tell people is I'm just bi. And I, I've known that I like both boys and girls when I was in kindergarten. I didn't know the name for right. it. Then, though. I didn't know if that was even a name for it. I just thought I was a sissy mm-hmm. because that's what everybody exactly. would say. So that's what I assumed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older, I began, oh, I like both. So that means that, you know, I'm bi. That, that, that's that's got to be what that means, mm-hmm. right? Um, as, t- and I, as time kind of went on, I moved to D.C. and I, I had my first trans crush. Oh, okay. Okay. And I, I didn't, it, it just happened. It wasn't, yeah. now, I think I kind of liked her because her presentation. She's a Beyonce impersonator. She's, uh, it's um, Riley Knox okay. with two X's. And Riley oh, has done, um, amazing work and Beyonce knows her and they've had conversations and all that great stuff. But um I I that was my first trans crush. I was like I didn't know I was trans attracted like that's 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 new. So um yeah I just I'm I'm kind of just me. Whatever me is whatever that means Mm -hmm. Uh, whether it's pan or bi or whatever I just I'm just me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think I got into a conversation one time I just said I was queer. Because it was just yeah. easier to say I was yeah. clear versus yeah. trying to yeah. explain and give this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. elaborate explanation. Because we both know I can get long. Yeah. With <laughs> but uh, you're good. You're doing great. You're doing great. Um, I'm trying to find how how do you spell Riley? Riley R I L E Y Knox K N O X X. I wanted to see this person. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she is a great Beyonce impersonator. Okay. Well, you are you mm-hmm. in love with her? Okay. I know, right? Like she's she's, beautiful. she's stunning. She's a stunning person. She's a stunning beauty. She's a beautiful girl. Number one Beyonce impersonator in the world. Yeah. She you is. know, uh one thing I love about the time that we're in right now is um I know that these sexual orientations, there's so many of them that people are like, oh, oh my gosh, you know, but I and I do think that it's going to implode eventually. And I'm excited about that. I really mm-hmm. am. There's just so many, you know, pansexual and this and, and you know, bisexual and, you know, and all of these mm-hmm. things are coming asexual, even asexual now, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, right. so, but I think it's going to one day just implode. It's going to be just how you said, I'm just me. I'm just me. Right. And if I have a connection with someone, I have a connection with them. And mm-hmm. I can see the attraction um, because what I have learned about love is that sex is at the very bottom of love. That's like the very base level, mm-hmm. very base level. But when real mm-hmm. love and real intimacy, um, you start getting into compassion, 
Um, you start loving someone unconditionally. They see you for you. You see them right. for them. You're there for them. You support them. You are a reflection of them as their reflection of you. And y'all work to become better individuals and you heal together. And so when you're talking about all, all of that, it has nothing to do with your gender or your sexual right. anatomy. It has nothing to do with that at that point when you start getting into right. that level. How how do you treat me? How, how do you show up for me? Um, those are the things that are most important when it deals with love. And I think mm -hmm. um, like some people who really don't understand how two men can be together, two women can be together and, and all of that. Right. They don't understand, you know, yeah, sex is a part of it, but it's a little bit, a little bitty part of it. You right. know, right. it is. A, right. The other part of it is just having someone there that just sees you for you and that loves you for you and supports you. Um, that is the bigger, the bigger part of it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so you had your, have you ever dated someone who was trans? No, I haven't. Okay. But you are open to it. I, yes. Yes. I, I would be. If if there was a connection there and I really felt if I and I have a thing and, and one of the things that I have to implicitly trust you. Um and that's something that me and Derek share is that I implicitly trust him. Um and I haven't known him as long as I've known most of my closest friends. I've I've probably known him the shortest time, and and it, with all the friends that I have, to, and all my friends are older than me, but I implicitly trust him. I don't I don't feel like he would ever do anything to um, tarnish our friendship mm -hmm. in any way, or try to do anything to harm me or bring harm to me or bring harm to my life. So I have to implicitly trust right. someone, and if I don't, that's a problem. And I'm of course I know trust happens over the course yeah. of time. It's not something yeah. that happens immediately. But at some point, I have to implicitly trust you. And if I can't, then we can't really have a relationship because I got to have some kind of trust in you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got to build that up. Yeah, he's a good guy. You got have, have you have y'all ever tried to date? You and Derek are with it all. Oh, all we did. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know yeah. that. You know, and I'm sitting here thinking that in my head. Like, should I even ask that question or whatever? I don't want him to be like, uh, no. No, it's fine. No, no, uh, no. We did for two years. Um, no I, it, it, it didn't, it didn't mess up our friendship in I any see. way, though. Um, we just were, and I, and this is, I'm speaking for myself. I don't want to speak for him. Is that we were just supposed to be friends. We were, we weren't supposed to be mm -hmm. together. We were just supposed to be really good friends. And and I'm, I'm glad that I still have that because I know a lot of times, a lot of people's stories end up where you know you try to date your friend. Yeah. And it goes up and then the friendship disintegrates. And I think that that's a, to me, that's more or less of a, a representation of did you guys really work on your friendship or were you just kind of good pals or buddies, but you know, you didn't, because he and I really worked on our friendship because we were friends. We were even, even when I lived in Maryland, we were really good friends. We didn't start a relationship after I moved back to Alabama. Wow. So, yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. We did it for two years. You know, because um, I've, I've said that often that, um, especially like in in this life of same same gender love, we we tend to we make connections with with people, and sometimes we will push it into areas where it might not have supposed to went there in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like it seems like you know a lot of times mm -hmm. we start with that, and then oh well, if it didn't go into a relationship, then we just throw that person away. You know, and keep right. going to right. to the next. But there are people that you meet, and it's like you know. Oh, I realize that you are, and you are still my spiritual partner. And I heard heard you talk about Derek as if he is your spiritual partner. He is your partner in life. Oh, he's my soulmate. Yeah, he is. Oh my god, yeah, no, Derek yeah, is like my soulmate. Yeah, I, I know, I know. He's I my soulmate. Like, and I think that, but that came from opening up the box, though. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Yes, yes. Bring it on back. When I realized <laughs> that he carry so many of the qualities I wanted in a friend because this is coming from a person who thought we never have a best friend. Let's be very clear. Yeah. Growing up, I never had friends like that. Mm -hmm. I have a few friends that I can count on my hand that I'm still in contact with, you know, uh, now. Um, but he was one of the people that I was just like, dang, like he really is like my friend, friend. I can really depend on him 
no matter what. We can say we me and Derek can sit on the phone for hours and it would seem like minutes. Nice. Yeah. Because we'll I just know. I know. That's me and Jaleesa. And I am long with and, and he's not a talker. Mm-hmm. So for him. <laughs> yeah. And all my foolishness. Um no, Derek is like my soulmate. Like he he really, really understands. He gets me. He 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 listens. I you know, sometimes I he he'll say that I'm not listening to him. <laughs> but <laughs> but sometimes I surprise him. But no, I no, Derek is no, he he's everything I've ever wanted in a best friend and more. Oh, Derek. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, I traveled down the road and back and again, back which again, he did, by the way. honey, yes, your heart is true. He that. He, when I moved back to Alabama, he, we switched seats mm-hmm. driving back because I had to make two trips to Maryland. So mm-hmm. one trip coming down, trip going back, trip coming down, trip going back. So, yeah, he was, he was at Okay, I also want to put a plug in here on Threesome Podcast. One of the episodes we did was, what about your friends? And um, y'all should go check that thing out where the threesome, me, Melanie, Sabir, we talk about our best friends and our relationships with them. And so, yeah, check Mm -hmm. that out. What about your friends? I thought that was a very nice episode. We had a good time recording that see how we did that (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 so yeah so yeah so we are bringing this thing on back to out of the box and so what is the the overall lesson of out in the box of i'm sorry is that out of the box open the box (laughs) open the box box. yeah what is the overall takeaway that you want listeners who are listening to this to take from open the box the 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 biggest thing to take away from opening the box is i don't want you to get the understanding that you're supposed to waste your time and i'm going to put air quotes in there Mm -hmm. it's not the idea of wasting your time however be aware of self it's it's kind of self-awareness in a way where you realize that if you're looking at a package and you're more enthralled with the presentation of the package mm-hmm. versus what's inside the package and not making assumptions because again shorting is cat the cat is nor dead nor alive because you don't know you don't you don't know until you open it up so don't make the assumption because the presentation is beautiful that the the inside the content of that of that a box is going to be just as beautiful because again you can get an empty box at yes, one of the things, and I'm going to tell this quick little short story to kind of encapsulate what I'm talking about. Uh, one of my besties, bestie number two, and this is Sandra Berry. I, I love her. She's a librarian. Yeah. I used to be a librarian as well. Um, and she she did this thing, this this uh, this auction for Christmas, this past Christmas, and each box was wrapped beautifully. I mean, amazing wrap. And no, you don't know what's inside yeah. the box. You have no idea. And I have been talking about, you know, open the box for a long time before this ever happened. And people were getting, they thought all these big boxes had so much, like these really big elaborate gifts in them. They didn't. There will be coupons inside of them. <laughs> Beautiful wrap boxes. There was a coupon. I think one of them had like a gift card, like $10. Like it was, you should you could you had to have seen these auction because people are like giving all their money away for like the first few gifts because she like got the really big box right. and i'm like i know how sandra thinks she she gives the illusion mm-hmm. that you're going to get this grandiose prize mm-hmm. and it's like no it's a cute little gift card go to walgreens or cvs or dollar general or you know it's like oh this is that's all that's in this box. I spent, you know, I auctioned my money, which is it's all monopoly money, but I auctioned off all my money okay. for this gift. And all I'm getting <laughs> is a coupon, chili for $10 off. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Because you're you're basing it off the size of the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come the on. size of the box I'm and size what you think may be in the box. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in it. So you have to you sometimes you have to be patient like I was. Mm. And I waited because I was I was noticing that she wasn't picking up certain boxes. That's her cue. Mm. Wait a minute. Somebody you see you start seeing and I say 
boxes or you know you you kind of notice that certain people aren't really being picked so to speak uh-huh but she kept um not touching certain boxes and i was like wait a minute something, something's not right here and because she kept reaching over them and grabbing other things and i'm like mm, i'm gonna wait because I, I got i have my eye on a box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i waited and I had to be patient because you you begin to realize, wait a minute, everybody else getting on these other boxes, everybody's getting, well, what about me? I still want to get one too. Uh-huh. So I waited. And the, the box that I had my eye on the entire time is the box that I got. And my box actually had what was actually, what was advertised on the outside that box. Mm-hmm. Wow. And if you ever come, John, I'll show you what was in my box. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm waiting for the end. If you ever come down for a fish fry okay. or me frying fish, depending on whether or not I want mullet or not, right. you'll see what was in my well, box. I'm waiting for the invite. You know I'm waiting for the invite. I can't wait to see what's in your box. And uh, Anita, <laughs> yes, yes, we, yes, she'll be there with me. And I think, you know what, you just preached a sermon right there. That whole thing, honey. So for those of you out there who are waiting, you know, and you got your eye on a relationship, Maybe you have your eye on a certain opportunity, a goal for yourself, you know, and you might see other people getting their relationships before you, getting their opportunities before you. Keep your eye on your box. <laughs> That'll preach. <laughs> Keep your eye on your box, honey, because your box is just for you. Don't not get upset because everybody else, you see everybody else changing their relationship status, honey, and, and they posting their pictures up with a man or they woman or whatever, or they got their new job or whatever, they're driving a new car, and honey, wait your turn. Wait your turn, honey, because your box is for you, because you don't know what them people got, you know, just because that box looks pretty, just because their relationships that looks pretty, honey, that might be, that box might be an illusion. <laughs> oh my god and if you if you have a box that that you think might be worth your time mm-hmm. and attention then give it, it your time and attention and, and yeah. I, i'm gonna say this yeah. is that you know when you if you see something mm-hmm. that you like and and the person doesn't reciprocate mm-hmm. it's okay it's okay it's, it's not the end of the world but take the time to realize your worth take the time to realize what's inside of your box because your box got has not only be you know um just as plentiful as to what you're looking into you know you don't want to be and it's not even an equally yoked thing it's it's more of a what am i bringing to this part like if, if this person opens my box what's inside of my box mm-hmm. Because they may not, they may have all the things. I, they may not be in the best wrapping. They may not be the best package, but they may have everything in that box that I want. Well, what when they open up my box, what do they get in return? Mm-hmm. And it has to be a, you know, it, you know, if I'm if if I'm looking for these qualities and these things that they're inside this person's box, then the qualities and and, and the valuables that I have have to be just as sufficient. Yeah. And of course, that's all based. That's subjective. Mm-hmm. What you think mm-hmm. is is valuable. What you consider to be valuable to you know in 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 relation to what what you're offering. Yeah. Because somebody may thinking think that um, quality in clothes is is a good quality for them, and it could very well be depending on where, where you live and who you deal with and so on and so forth. But for somebody else, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about you knowing quality. That's you care about that, like. What else you bring to the table? So it just depends. What what's inside of your box? And, and 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 if somebody opens up your box, what are they going to get? What is it they're 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 and what is it they can expect? Is your presentation pretty? Mm-hmm. Are you just a presentation? Are you just mm-hmm. an illusion? Mm-hmm. Say that. I like that. What's in your box, honey? While we talking about opening boxes and uh, and everything and not making assumptions, we do have to be bring it back to center bring it back to ourselves and say what's in our box Uh, this was a great conversation lb i know um you hit me up like well yesterday when we talked you were like now i don't know 
if this is open the box is going to be that big of a thing it's just you know whatever but i i really think that it was definitely a great great topic and i really hope our listeners have enjoyed it and um, i think we can probably even have another series of that and the next might be what's in your box okay you know that might be the thing <laughs> talk about, what's in your box honey what's in there so before we wrap this conversation up, there's a new segment that I am starting. Um, well, I had a cute little name for it, um, but I forgot. Uh, <laughs> what's it to you? I think that's what it means. What's it to you? That was the segment is. And so okay. I bought these um, nice little um, Zen tarot cards. I brought mm-hmm. these. I'm not intuitive that or intuitive reader that is Pam's department, but I was at Phoenix and Dragon the other day and these called out to me. And um, they have like nice little words on them, different words on them or whatever, not nice words, just words. And mm-hmm. um, what I want to do is I want to show you one of these cards that has a word on it. And I want you to say what comes to your mind. You know, it might be the definition, okay. it might be what it means to you. It might be, I don't know. <laughs> whatever comes to your mind all right and so what's it to you and this card is it's the master the master so you tell me when you hear the word the master faith. okay master of your faith master of your faith break that down for me master of your faith Fate. Fate. Um, I'm sorry, so master of your fate. The, the person that's in charge of your life, as far as your day to day, how you react to things, how you progress toward things, what what your plan is, and of course, it, you know, if you you're on the Christian side, religious side, you know, tell God your plan, and He'll show you He. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should always have a plan in place, and your plan will become what your life is supposed to look like. You know, and because you know, faith without works is dead, but you are in control of how you react to things mm-hmm. because you're the master. You're, you're the master of what you, your physical being is. You, you have control over this. So if you're wanting to pursue something, well, who's stopping you? Hmm. And yet there are outside forces that are always going to be there to, to block you, but persevere on and don't about your business. Don't, don't worry about those fools. Love it. Master of your fate. It's a good, good reminder and a good, way of course that's also invictus invictus yeah i was trying to think of it master I don't, that's what the point yes yes i'm the master of my fate and um yeah you are we have to always remember that we are in the driver's seat we're in mm-hmm. the driver's seat um yeah master of my master of my fate well thank you so much lb for joining this conversation and um this was a great great podcast um episode look forward to doing more with you um, for again, oh, yeah, definitely, you can. Definitely. I always go have my Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so make sure you all are following LB on Instagram at the underscore one spelled out O N E underscore LB on Instagram. He is um, LB Judkins on um, Facebook. So make sure you all are following him and be on the lookout for any of his videos. Be on the lookout for the live videos. Go back and watch some of the lives that, that he's done about politics or the ones that he's done with him and I on them um, and give us your feedback and, and everything. So, yeah. So thank you so much, LB. All right. Oh, back at you, man. Back at you. I'm doing it right. Back at you. <laughs> All right. Make it a great day. That was Open the Box with my friend L.B., the lovable bear. Don't forget to follow L.B. on Instagram at the underscore one, O-N-E underscore L-B. That's on Instagram. And on Facebook, L.B. Judkins. Go on and check out some of those live conversations he and I have had. I think most of them are going to be on his profile on Instagram. Go check them out. Open the box. Great takeaways from that conversation. Letting go of our assumptions and our judgments. Giving people, giving opportunities to 
chance to surprise us. You never know. And while we are opening the box, what's inside our box? Hmm. Think about that one. Don't forget, if you like it, like, rate, share, subscribe, do all those things to show us some love. And uh, I look forward to coming back with another episode soon. Again, all these episodes are intended to give you inspiration and motivation all things to get you beyond your perceived limitations so that you can manifest the life that you desire for yourself. Mm -hmm, That's right. (laughs) Beyond the place our eyes can see I open the box to see what's in store for me Assumptions and judgments I release. I trust that God knows what is best for me as I go beyond my horizon. Yes, beyond my horizon. Yes, beyond the horizon. I know there is more. Let's go. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you next time.